Oh no, I'm definitely cutting that out. Hi. <laughs> just practice saying hi until we get the best one. Hey. What's up? <laughs> Howdy. <laughs> Ciao. <laughs> What's up, y'all? This doesn't even make sense to the movie we're doing. They're not know, southern. Right? <laughs> How do they even say hello? They'd be like. Do you like a no. valley girl? Actually, they're not from the valley. That's no, that they're point's not. made. That's, That's a, the whole point. <laughs> How do you say hi in Beverly Hills? What's kicking? What's kicking? <laughs> Don't think that's accurate. No. Anyway, oh. let's go for episode three. Woo-hoo. Tres. Are we on episode three already? I know. I need four, really. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe it's four. Yeah. If you oh, include the high school musical one, two, and three. <laughs> one and two and three. <laughs> so this week we are another high school movie. We're moving on to Clueless. The timeless classic Clueless. <laughs> it really is a classic. Oh, it's so great. I loved it so much. I'm I like know. watching it again this time. Like, I think we already spoke about this, but like, I was looking up clothes before I even finished the movie. I was on Depop, oh, yeah. just like trying to find like, I was looking at like the organza shirt, you know, like the clear yeah. see-through shirt that she wears like on top of other stuff. I was like, that looks so great. And the Calvin one. Klein dress. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the fashion so good. is incredible. And it's it's just so come back around. Yeah. Like, that time, like more than ever, the plaid and the, literally I mean, those sunglasses that you just bought are yeah. like so so clueless <laughs> inspired <laughs> oh this is actually one of the only fun facts I have about this is I don't know the exact number but it was around 55 different types of plaid appear in clueless that is insane I believe you know how are there that many types well I mean this is on all the people though so this isn't oh, actually because is, is plaid the same as tartan yeah I think so because I know there's like families in Scotland that have their own special tartan yeah <laughs> so like there must be a lot to be fair I don't think it was like 50 uh family tartan <laughs> I think it's bad just what Americans call tartan I don't know you know that's a good right. point I've never thought about it that could be very very wrong maybe we've just discovered something <laughs> but speaking of the clothes in this movie I think the opening bit where she selects her clothes on the little computer program oh my god like absolutely incredible like <laughs> so futuristic even for 2021 like let's I know. and it was this movie's from 95 so mm. i guess that was a windows 95 which must have yeah been, it must have been must have been one of the first for like public consumption <laughs> it's so funny to think like if this was if the equivalent was being done now in a film she'd have like some kind of like wall computer that was like her entire like <laughs> the entire wall just made up of a screen and she'd be like controlling it with her mind or something oh That's yeah it, it would probably project onto her body so she'd just yeah. stand there and then look in the mirror and the clothes would be projected <laughs> onto her or they would just materialize out of nowhere onto yeah, her we're not we're not that far ahead <laughs> this, is a, this is a future movie <laughs> oh but seriously like that is incredible that's my dream like yeah you know it's Just a vibe have, like- and the wardrobe rotates so it must be there's like two <gasps> layers and it goes yeah. around in a circle 
I'm obsessed with wardrobes in movies and stuff. Like, you know, when people have like those huge walk-in wardrobes. Yeah. Like I think, is it in the Sex and the City movie where she gets like the walk-in wardrobe built? In like her apartment. It's insane. It's I so know. Good. And like the weird thing about that one is when they go to see the apartment, like they look in the wardrobe and it's tiny. And then he then when they mm-hmm. go back, it's like a huge room. And I'm like, literally, yeah. where did that space come from? <laughs> like, what did you just what come did on you just now? build into to make that room? <laughs> um, it's insane. Yeah, it's huge. Oh, oh, just Cher's house is just. I mean, I feel like this is a running theme now in like the films that we're talking yeah. about. But like, they always have ridiculous houses. I mean, Honestly, I know she's me- she is meant to be super rich, obviously, and that's kind of the whole yeah. point of like the film is that like she's from this like super wealthy family. Yeah. Whereas like High School Musical Parent Trap, they're sneaky yeah. rich. Sneaky rich bastards. Yeah, in high school musical, they kind of try and act like they're not rich, and I you're know. just like, what? <laughs> Troy's saving the pennies from his mansion. But at least what I love about Cleodus is that is so self-aware that she is just a really spoiled rich princess who has everything yeah. she could ever want. And like when she when she pretends to be interested in like helping the charities and stuff, it's just mm. so like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it is very self-aware. I think that's yeah. what makes this so much more palatable yeah and it's it really like it's very tongue-in-cheek as well I think the whole thing yeah it's very like it it takes the piss out of itself oh yeah constantly which is what I love one of my favorite comments is when um she's driving with Josh and he's like do you want to practice parking and she's like what's the point everyone has ballet yeah (laughs) so good and just some of the outfits are just like beyond like the hat I think it's the first time you see um Dion when she's wearing that like black and white hat it's made of like plastic pieces and stuff and it's just the most (laughs) ridiculous thing I've ever seen Cher says have you been shopping with Dr Zeus (laughs) (laughs) yes which is a fair comment oh yeah it's a great hat they look amazing I actually read that the costume budget was quite um low they just really yeah so it was all kind of like Made, they made it themselves and stuff or? I guess like it wasn't a huge budget I think it was like mm. I mean it's I think it said two hundred thousand dollars which I mean that sounds like a lot of money that's for me t- but... no I think that's tiny for a film <laughs> for uh sorry not the budget of the whole movie I mean that was like oh. the budget. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that would be like a small like indie film that's done with like a handheld camera <laughs> Blair Witch Project yeah um Something like that. I don't know. It was, it did say it was low. Like the most expensive outfit in the movie is the one that she's wearing at the beginning, like the, the yellow plaid one. I oh, think that's really? like Jean Paul, Jean Paul Gaultier or Jean Paul Galliano, or I'm yeah, yeah. probably butchering <laughs> that. But yeah, yeah, if you think about the how much it would cost to like dress every single person in that movie, like, mm-hmm. and not like, because there's like a lot of extras and stuff, like, you know, 200,000 is probably not much at all. Yeah, no, it's true. But apparently, Alicia Silverstone, 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 what is <laughs> yeah. it? Al- Alicia, we're on first name basis. I don't need to say we that. Yeah, of course we are. She got to keep all her costumes and she gave them oh, to charity. That's amazing. I, babe. Oh, Dick, what an idiot. Leave, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she gave all his clothes away. Uh, oh. oh, I did it. I, so interviewed Reese Witherspoon like at some point recently on another film that we will definitely be covering in this series Legally Blonde but um she I think she said that she got to keep all of her shoes because she and she got it written into her contract 
um, before oh. she even started filming that she would get to keep them all because there was like all these designer shoes what and she legend. still has them all I think wow she just kept them all in her house oh my god great. I do actually remember watching the behind the scenes to that years ago and like yeah they talked about the shoes in particular there was like 60 pairs or something insane that she oh god, wore it's nuts and, like yeah. you don't even see most of them <laughs> no <laughs> oh amazing we talk about the cast in this film because like um the not cast. only do we have the cast oh <laughs> it's like yeah i guess we could talk oh, about the cars also the cars i mean the jeep is i mean great. it does come up yeah we should make the cars a feature that we talk about for every movie yeah to be fair it's always a running thing i feel like people in the 90s maybe were just more obsessed with their car than people mm. are now my only comments on cars are just like what color they are that's <laughs> the extent of my knowledge but sorry yeah. go on the cast but yes the cast the actors um so you've always got paul rudd yeah i was thinking this is but i think before he was ever in friends so he was yeah. kind of like on his way up at this point and then you've got uh turk from scrubs yeah his name is donald Faison in real life okay. um and do you remember when i was talking about thinking that the actor in High School Musical 2 was in Toy Story. I think, I'm sure, that the teacher in Clueless is actually in Toy Story. <laughs> and um, John thinks that he's the dinosaur. Oh. You know, the te- so the teacher, um, oh, I can't remember his name now, the one that they match make with Miss Geist. That they match make, yeah. yeah. And he has that really distinctive voice where he's like, oh, sheer. Oh, my <laughs> God. You're going to fucking hate me, but I've not seen Toy Story. <laughs> what? No. No, I don't really know why. That's insane. It just but happened. Yeah. I'm sorry. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like that guy has a really iconic voice. Like he's in he's in quite a few things. Yeah, I did yeah. recognize him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, look, one of these days, someone we watch will be in Toy Story, I'm sure. <laughs> we'll get there eventually. <laughs> We'll make that connection one day. <laughs> I also read that the woman that plays Dion, I forgot her name, but she was 28 when she did this. I know. I was literally <laughs> going to mention this. So yeah. funny because I looked it up as well. I think she's called Stacey Dash. And yeah. Li- she literally barely did any other films after this, which is a crime because she's so good. She's great. Like She's hilarious in this. Oh, They're good. Yeah. <laughs> I know she's like 50 something now and I was like hang on this film wasn't that long ago <laughs> yeah she Wait, was what? literally 28 playing a 16 year old which is oh. so funny I also read that Zoe Deschanel auditioned to play Cher which really which really messed my head because I was like but she's like 30 <laughs> but she's not yeah no. I thought she was way too young and like the time frame didn't make sense, but I looked she up. She would and have she's been actually... the right age at the time, I think. Yeah, she's like in yeah. her early forties now. And also, I think she's naturally blonde. Or did she just dye her hair for Elf? I don't oh. know. Oh my god, <laughs> she's blonde in Elf. I don't know. <laughs> but um, oh, that would have been weird. I can't really. I don't see. I couldn't see anyone, but Alicia uh, oh, yeah. Silver. Oh my god, I'm doing it now too. Silverstone. <laughs> just call her Alicia Silverstone <laughs> playing that part because she's yeah. just. Yeah, she's so good in it. She has this like real it's perfect for it. She has this really sweet like innocence to her, I think, in this in this film. Like, yeah, I know like Cher isn't an idiot. Like, she knows what's up, but like, mm. she is also just really like sweet and innocent and kind of like childlike. Yeah, and even the kind of 
the world things she says that reflect her wealth and how sheltered she is like you just don't hate her for them because you're like oh she's just really sweet (laughs) I think the whole voiceover thing like I'm not gonna get all like film studies about this but like I'm pleased I feel like the whole voice (laughs) the whole voiceover thing like right from the start like that just that just gives you the sense of like the film being very self-aware doesn't it yeah and it's like it's like you don't take anything too seriously yeah. from that point on I love one of the very first bits when she's like daddy's a litigator which means he gets paid like $500 an hour but he fights with me for free mm. yeah <laughs> she just has so many great lines the one one of the ones I have written down is good healthy boink fest <laughs> <laughs> oh she really does I'm pretty sure all of my favorite quotes come from her yeah she just has an amazing vocabulary as well like she just yeah. comes out with some like amazing words throughout which I love she really does the dad is so funny like he's so mm. he's like a really New York isn't he yeah <laughs> which I find interesting because it's like he's obviously come from there like over to California so so you can make loads of money or something yeah I really like the dad character I think he's mm. he's like really shouty he's like always shouting and he's kind of scary but he's mm-hmm. you can tell he really loves her yeah and they have that really sweet moment like towards the end where yeah he's just like being genuinely like really yeah nice and tender to her and he is not like he knows that she can handle herself and kind of make her own decisions because I mm. I hate that kind of stock dad character that's just like just thinks their daughter are absolutely stupid and gives them like no agency or like yeah. they can't make any decisions and it's just like definitely oh, well I'm, I'm just protective and it's like no you're actually just like stepping over the line you're treating your daughter like an absolute child that you wouldn't yeah. do the same to your son so no exactly and like yeah. I like that he treats her in I mean, I don't, I mean, we'll get into this later, but I don't like thinking that he treats her and Josh the same because I like his children, but you know, yeah, I um, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. But um, I do like that he treats them the same way in the sense that like she, he knows that she can stand up for herself. Yeah. I also love that he's like trained her to argue her yeah. way out of anything because he's a lawyer. <laughs> like He's like, that's my girl. <laughs> and he's really proud of her when she gets the report card changed. Yeah. So funny. I think my favorite part from him is when Ty's over for dinner and then um, Cher's mm. like, hey, daddy, this is Ty. And he's just like, get out of my chair. <laughs> I know. And then he's like, I just wanted us to have a nice family dinner. And just looks at her. <laughs> yeah. And then he looks at the table and's like, what is this shit? <laughs> it's <just> salad. <laughs> he's such a good character. Oh, I was thinking about how there's like a real um, genre of films because I should have checked this before recording. That's my bad. But I think I'm pretty sure this film is based on Jane Austen, Emma. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's right, isn't it? Um, But there's like a real genre of these types of high school movies like based on Mm -hmm. either like Austen or like Shakespeare. Like you've got 10 Things I Hate About You. Yep. Like I got, I definitely get similar vibes to that. Mm -hmm. That's also an amazing film, which we'll definitely talk about later. Of course. And then Um, I also had She's the Man. Yes, exactly. Was it Twelfth Night? Yeah, I think that's the one. Yeah. And then, yeah, 10 Things I Hate About You is The Taming of the Shrew. Yeah. And then, oh, there's another one. What's the one (laughs) where, I can't remember what it's called, but it's got Kristen um, Dunst in it and it's Midsummer Night's Dream, but they actually do the Midsummer Night's Dream play in the movie but then also oh. the people 
are also like Midsummer Night's Dream. <laughs> I actually don't know this one. It's actually a good one. Oh, I think it's called Get Over It or Get Over. Oh. I don't know. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. I've never seen it, but yeah, we'll have to watch <laughs> but yeah, that one. Yeah, it was like between 95 and 2005, it was just, it just... Yeah, it was a real thing. It was a real thing. And I was here for it. Yeah. Do you also remember um, there was at the same time these like remakes of Shakespeare on the BBC that were like done in this really like modern, yeah, like really cool way. Like there's an amazing one with the James McAvoy where he's doing Macbeth ah. and he's like a chef. I remember oh, so them playing them in school in English because they'd be like, well, this is like kind of related to the subject like, <laughs> at the end of term. Yeah. But I haven't seen it. Honestly, they were brilliant. Like, I really want to watch those again if I can find them somewhere. Anyway, BBC archives. I digress. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they'll be somewhere. Um, can we talk about Travis Birkenstock? Yeah. I love Travis. <laughs> I love Travis. He's so great. I was like, I really recognize this guy and I had to look up what else I've seen him in. And he's the. He's in the Garfield movie. Yeah. You've ever seen that? He's the owner of Garfield. <laughs> yeah, he has a super familiar face. Yeah, he's just so sweet. I saw him in a movie called Rat Race. Oh, not seen that. That was an odd one. It's got a, a really mm-hmm. big cast, including Mr. Bean. Basically oh, playing Mr. Okay. Bean, but not. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, my favourite moment from Travis is when he gets 38 tardies and then he gets up and like accepts his award yeah (laughs) couldn't have done this without mcdonald's egg mcmuffin (laughs) yeah he's so good and i love that like you know the relationship with him and ty is like set up yeah right from the start Mm -hmm. and then they have that slow they were obviously always perfect for each other yeah super cute There's some really great insults in this film. Yeah. Just like moving on to the next thing I have, which is granola breath. Oh, yeah. I wrote that down too. <laughs> Iconic. Also, um, is it is, is her name Amber? You know, the really mm. rude girl yep. in the school. And then uh, when they're playing tennis, she's like, <laughs> my plastic surgeon said I shouldn't take part in any activities where balls fly in my nose. And they're like, well, that rules out your social life. <laughs> Oh, I think that's one of the most memorable parts from the movie. Oh, it's so funny. I know. I, love it. I also love Dion's excuse, which I actually hadn't like remembered before. Oh, yeah. It's when she's like, I've got a note from my trainer. He doesn't want me to take part in any activities that would derail my training. <laughs> my tennis coach. Yeah. <laughs> it's so the kind of thing you could see happening in like a Beverly Hills school. Yeah. Also, all of their PE kits are amazing. <laughs> yeah, so they cool. are so good. And they're all like variations on a theme, aren't they? Yeah. They're all like black and white, but they're all completely different. Yeah. It's so great. It's so like, good. The more, we, the more I think about what you said about the costume budget being really small, like the more I'm impressed. I know. Yeah, because sometimes in like, I don't know, kind of director DVD type movies, I don't know what we call them anymore because DVDs don't really exist anymore. (laughs) Direct to Netflix. Straight to Netflix, now it would be, yeah. But like, yeah, all those kind of straight to Netflix things, like the Princess Switch, for example, you can just tell they look cheap. Like the sets look cheap. Like the lighting looks off, Mm -hmm. clothes look shit. (laughs) You can tell it's cheap, but I mean, yeah. yeah. They did did well. I mean, not that this, I think this went to the cinema, but (laughs) you know what I mean? I must have done anything, yeah. Oh, do you know what? Harking back to our first episode, there's another thing I noticed in the tennis scene. 
they talk about there being a grassy knoll <laughs> um, <laughs> next to the tennis court. And I'm like, there you go, it's a knoll. Say that, why do they say that? Don't know. <laughs> wow, I can't believe I didn't notice that. So funny. Um, another thing that I thought found hilarious is when um, the scene where Josh comes over to the house and he starts making himself a sandwich. <gasps> Did you notice that? He gets like an entire drawer of ham I out know. of the fridge. Like your ham drawer. How big is your fridge that so you have space for a drawer of ham? <laughs> also, it makes me angry because that sandwich looks so shit. I know. <laughs> and... Like the ham drawer just confuses me so much because like wouldn't it go really dry? Yeah, like and, it's like, disgusting. There. That's so true. Like it's not in a packet. <laughs> it's just like layers of folded ham on top of each other in a drawer, and like so it's not even like the drawer is shallow, so it's like like it's a big drawer. It's like the big drawer you have at the bottom of the fridge for your vegetables. Uh, like it's that big, yeah. and then and it's, it's just, just ham. a tiny layer of ham. Like honestly. <laughs> This has cracked me up so much. I'm so happy that you agree with me on this. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely stupid. And the sandwich isn't even good. He just puts in... It's literally like, he puts like a tiny bit of mayo on it and then just a load of ham. Yeah, no butter, no Mm-mm. no salad. If I'm going to make a ham sandwich, I need like a bit of a crunch in there. I'd like a bit of cucumber or some, you know, some crunchy lettuce. Oh yeah, or you can go that mm. route. <laughs> I yeah. definitely need butter. Yeah, Josh. So funny. He's fit, but shit sandwiches. Oh, terrible. Like, no. <laughs> Apart from that second where he grows a goatee, that's terrible. But then luckily he gets rid of it straight away. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, it's after she calls him granola breath. And then she's like, what's that oh. thing on your chin? <laughs> <laughs> I also love that he sat by the pool reading Nietzsche. I know, in, in all black. Yeah, he's like, su- he's such like a pretentious college student that thinks he knows philosophy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It really is. Can we talk about the um, the party scene when they go to the party in the, the valley? Yes. Great on so many levels. <laughs> I love that Cher takes her camera out with her. Wait, does she have the camera there? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure she did or like someone did. Oh. Or, um, oh, she was taking, she was had her camera out when she was at school and she's like doing the little photo you know, shoot. I was thinking this. I was like, was it ever normal to just do a full-blown photo shoot at school? <laughs> Well, I was thinking about when people used to take full cameras on nights out, like an actual, like, yeah. you know, Panasonic. I know. We do it literally. I did that. I had my like, little digital camera. <laughs> so funny. It used to be the thing to do. Like, that's... did people not lose them? Like, they, you know, that's expensive. I mean, no, I never did. I think people just took the risk, though, because, like, yeah, but if you think about it, our phones are worth more than that now. We had shit phones yeah, then. Yeah, no, this is true. <laughs> this is very Now true. it would be way worse than we lost our phone. Mm-hmm. I love the bit where Cher like smokes a little bit of the doobie. The doobie. Because <laughs> she's like, I don't know, she gives off this real like innocent vibe right up until that moment. But I mean, even though she does, she dresses like really adult and really like kind of glam. Yeah. But then I don't know, it was just something I loved about seeing her like in her like red evening dress and she's just like <laughs> having a little toke on the I don't movie. even I think with her though, it's not even about like she doesn't do that because like it's it's too grown up. I think she's just genuinely like you know when they um when they first meet Ty and she talks about she's like, are you talking about drugs? Because Travis yeah. offered her a joint or something. Yeah. And then she's like 
like they're not the kind of people you date it's just like they come into class sometimes and say something stupid and we all laugh but like that's the end of it <laughs> I think she's just like she's almost jogs off a mug too grown up just like no <laughs> but yeah, she kind of is she's very mature in a way it's the same like with how she thinks high school boys though are just a waste of her time yeah also you know when they say um Cher's saving herself for Luke Perry yeah I don't really know who Luke Perry is do you I looked him up because I was like what is this reference <laughs> he was in 90210 like the original oh, one okay this makes sense so I guess this it would have made sense, sense. and he's also he was in Riverdale he actually died recently oh that was him mm. I remember hearing about that I think yeah yeah um yeah I Riverdale is a fucking weird show have you seen it no I haven't yeah I just went into it thinking it was like a regular high school drama and then like kind of like magic started Mm. getting involved and I was like what's going on (laughs) all I know is it's got um is it I can't remember Zach or Cody one of them Zach and Cody Mm -hmm. Cody I think that's strange strange show there's just so many looks in this film like you know the bit where the four like skater guys walk up and they've all got the like so baggy, baggy trousers yeah like, backwards caps like the <laughs> band's cap I still remember boys dressing like that when we were teenagers yeah. though like the um definitely. the big skater phase I love it when she has like skateboarding so five years ago as if like it's just a trend <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh yeah and um, I swear there's like a real thing of that, um, you know, when people used to do dark lip liner, but light colored yes. lipstick. That's so 90s. Like even Cher does that at one point, but like, I mean, it doesn't look awful on her, but I, you know, it was a certain look, wasn't it? It was a certain look, but honestly, I think I would wear everything that she wears in this film. I think it's all so yeah. cool. It is great. I love at the party when she's... Over her dress, she's got that jacket with, like, feather boa trim. (laughs) Yeah, oh, it's so good. Like, the feathery cuffs. Yeah. love it. It's so impractical, though. I would literally dip it in everything. I love how, like, absolutely (laughs) confident she is when she's getting mugged. And she's just, like, she's unhappy, obviously. But then she's just, like, oh, I can't get on the the floor. Like, I'll ruin my dress. Fuck. (laughs) She's, like, this is, like, a totally important designer. Yeah. (laughs) oh okay I mean the next thing I have written down leads me to I think we need to get into the whole Josh thing because it's like it's really weird (laughs) like the Mm. fact that he's hurt I mean they do say like multiple times like you're not my brother you're not you're my ex-stepbrother like they really try and drill that in yeah like our parents were married for five minutes whatever but I'm like no it's still weird it's still weird (laughs) It's yeah, I was like doing backflips, like trying to make it okay. <laughs> so mm. like, oh, I really want this to work. I know. It's, it's just creepy. It's weird. It's the one element of the film that I just don't think needed to be there. Like, no. I think they could, like, surely they could have just had it that he was like her dad's like um, colleague's son or something like that. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like... And like, and that he wanted to be a lawyer and that's why he was hanging around the house. And like, that would have made so much sense and they didn't need to mm. make it weird and incesty. The only thing I can think of is like, that was the deal in Emma or something. Maybe. So they just reflected it the same because like, you know, back in the day, incest was fine. 
so <laughs> I mean yeah to my shame I've never actually read Emma um, yeah no um no but yeah I've got no yeah. comment on that book because no no idea about it but it must it must have been because that's such a weird like move it's to make a weird element to put in unless they did it on purpose as a kind of quirky thing but mm, incest quirky <laughs> <laughs> I mean like it's literally not incest but like it's definitely got weird vibes yeah it's still it's still gross and like and like the fact that he's kind of being protective like a brother but then yeah and like Ooh. I didn't I I thought Cher and I thought they were 18 in this I thought this was like their last year of high school mm. and then you hear they're 15 turning 16 yeah so it's like and considering he's in college so yeah he's what like maybe 19 20 yeah she's yeah, 15 yeah. no it's not a it's not a vibe yeah it's gross I'm like not on board I mean I do I find it cute nonetheless I mean maybe a tiny bit but like I just I couldn't get it out of my head the whole time I was just like no 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 (laughs) no and like I just imagine like the vibe between them was like stepbrother stepsister for all these years Mm-hmm. and like we can't just pretend like that's how they were acting like they were acting like siblings and and now it's just changed to sexual like it's just gross <laughs> it's, it's not like they never knew each yeah. other oh I don't know yeah no I can't do no. it it's, it's weird yeah. I mean luckily it's not the entire basis of the film and like no. it kind of happens the very at the very end and you're like okay whatever yeah and you can kind of just move on but kind yeah. of just feels like especially movies of this time and but still now really just like the female lead just has to get with someone by the end of it it seems like they can they can never leave a woman single so i know they have to be paired up by the end <laughs> so yeah. it kind of just felt like an add-on but i don't know i can only assume that this happens in emma because i don't know why I think else it they would have done it yeah i think that is the point of the story in emma is that like she's um she's the matchmaker and like she's so focused on getting other people Mm -hmm. to fall in love that she isn't thinking about her own love life but then you know someone just comes along and sweeps her off her feet anyway or whatever yeah yeah oh no moving on like it's ick it gives me the ick yeah basically it's totally gross (laughs) I also like it when he sits down and the dad is like are you growing is he growing? And then she's like, his head looks bigger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They do have some great like insults that they trade. But, um, yeah. yeah. But that's it. Like they've got a sibling relationship. I know. Oh, no, 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 no. Moving on from incest to plastic <laughs> surgery. Did you notice how many people have nose jobs? <laughs> so Amber, obviously. Yeah. Who else? There's this other point. They're just extras, but um, Cher and Dion mm. walk past this group of four girls and they all have nose jobs. Like they have the bandages on their nose. Oh. And um, I was just looking out for them and they're just in the background loads of the time. Oh. Just loads of nose jobs so funny. all over the place. <laughs> yeah. My name is Beverly Hills. Yeah. And her mum did die of liposuction. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that little detail in a freak liposuction accident. I, t- I don't think I've picked up on that before. I love all the driving scenes. That's yes. what else I have. Like the Dion, like when she accidentally goes, goes onto the motorway. Like I can totally relate to that. Yeah. <laughs> Absolute pure stress. That's my favorite scene, I think. It's just it's so, so good. funny. 
Yeah, when they've got the lorry just like coming up behind them. Yeah. I think the whole scene is good. Like, I love how, um, oh, what's his name again? Dion's boyfriend. Um, Murray. Murray. I love how he's just like, oh, you're, you're idiots. You didn't realize that he was gay. <laughs> like, everyone yeah. is it. like, <laughs> what? <laughs> they just have no idea. Like, I am totally bugging. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> an iconic phrase of this film. Yeah. One of my other favorites is when she was like, Sir, I was riding the Crimson Wave and I had to haul ass to the ladies. (laughs) (laughs) Also, when she says on the voiceover, I could feel the chunks rising up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, I don't remember that. What's she talking about? I don't know. She's like, she's either like nervous or she's like realized, she's like realizing something, but she's like, yeah, I felt the chunks rise up. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) Disgusting. Great vocab. (laughs) Also, I don't know what point this was from, but I have written down, do whatever you want with your butts. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's that dickhead lawyer when he's having a go at Cher for getting the notes wrong. That's it. Um, Yeah, yeah, I do love um, how Josh stands up for her, though, in that moment. And then he's like, just do your job. (laughs) Like, they're literally helping him. Can we, like, talk about the fact that... um, like the dad is always getting his teenage daughter and like <laughs> the friends and stuff to do all his legal work for him like what's that about I did think this but then to be fair you only ever see Cher do work after she asks if she can help and then yeah. after that she's just doing it as an excuse to be around Josh that is true yeah um but then for Josh like he's he wants to be a lawyer so I guess it's a good experience for him yeah fair enough I was just like what the hell is her dad doing in all this like he's just left them to it yeah look look <laughs> or maybe he's like in court don't know if he's paying him don't get me started on unpaid internships oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he's basically living there so I'm sure he's fine yeah I know he never seems to spend any time like actually at college <laughs> no I thought it was a really good line when it's near the beginning because he says that Josh is coming over and shares like ugh why and then the dad's like when you get divorced you divorce the the person not the kids yeah yeah forward thinking it's true really maybe stop and think you know (laughs) (laughs) dad's just maybe my favorite character oh yeah he's he's great i love it when they when he calls her when she's at the party and he's like do you know what time is it she's like oh dad like a watch doesn't really go with this outfit (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so good oh. yes yeah, it's, it's very self-aware but there are definitely some moments that I'm a bit like eh, that hasn't really stood the test of time yeah. like you know the bit where she you know they have like a maid mm. who's um Hispanic and then she's like I don't speak Mexican oh god I know that was cringe that's pretty uh, bad pretty bad I mean at least Josh is pointing out that it's bad yeah, and he's like, she's she's from El Salvador, and then she's like, whatever. I know. Like, oh no, that's one moment where I wasn't a big fan. Yeah, of no, Cher, that's, but... that wasn't good. That's gross. She also says retarded a lot, but people. He does. I mean, people use that word so much more than, like. Yeah, they did. I think when we were at school, yeah, it was it was fine to say. Well, it wasn't fine, but we thought it was fine. Yeah. Or like nobody really knew that it was offensive. Yeah, but then, so. You never hear it now. Like now, hearing it, it's like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things that you watch. You watch movie, old movies like this, and it makes you like, oh. Yeah, yeah. 
It makes you bulk a bit like a lot of the other stuff I think has stood up pretty well like oh yeah mostly it was um I thought it was good the bit well not his actions but you know when she's in the car with Elton and he like makes a move on her I yeah. I counted how many times he tries and she rebuffers and it was mm. rebuffers um it was six times that he like goes for oh. it and she pushes him away like six times that bit's really uncomfortable oh it's so gross and then but then I was pleased that when she got out of the car it's like her voiceover and she's talking about how shit the night is and she's like I got sexually assaulted and I'm like oh well it's mm. good that they actually yeah um, yeah like that they identify that that was sexually I assault. thought that as well that they actually come out and say it she's like yeah I've been sexually harassed yeah like, oh yeah sorry she says sexually harassed um ruined my clothes or whatever yeah which is good so at least they are aware of yeah sexual harassment because I think a lot of people still don't think that that counts as sexual harassment yeah I guess a lot of people would play that down and be like oh he was just like mm-hmm. you know trying to show that he liked her or something <laughs> yeah but then I think it was yeah good that it was made clear that she wasn't interested and she explained mm-hmm. like no like I'm not interested well not that she should even have to explain but it was just made clear because yeah. I think I hate it in movies where they do this thing which happened a lot with movies at the time where the woman would rebuff them and then it would be like the guys wearing her down and then eventually she'd be into it. Mm. That's not how it works in real life. That's literally... No, and it's a really bad example to set for people. It just sets this horrible example that like, oh, when a woman says no, it might not mean no. You just have to wear her down, which is horrific. Oh, Um, so awful. I feel like um, Elton's character as well like he doesn't he's not really redeemed after that no I think is good like he doesn't get a happy ending really like Mm -hmm. he just kind of fades into nothing yeah yeah definitely that's good yeah oh we haven't even talked about um Ty really oh yeah like Brittany Murphy who died really sadly I know so sad she's so good she's so sweet like I just think she's adorable like in this film she's just got those like chubby cheeks yeah and she's just so I cute. thought her accent was so good as well I mean oh yeah coming from someone who does not know what that accent should sound like <laughs> I thought it sounded great it's kind of like Boston or something isn't it I she's like so. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah oh she's just so cute yeah she's great no adorable and like even though I mean I kind of I mean we all love a makeover but <laughs> there mm. are problematic elements to it as well like the fact that they kind of had to make her into someone that looked like them yeah. or like you know someone that would dress the dress the way they did so that she'd be popular and whatever I mean that was obviously a big thing like and probably still is in schools and stuff yeah like, yeah it's just a big trait of teen movies and yeah whatever you call them massively it's just a makeover scene and yeah I'm starting to like not enjoy them anymore because you just see through them but you love them when you're mm. that age but I feel like they did kind of, I feel like they redeemed it though, because at the end, when they I, like make friends again, um, she like Cher apologizes for like ever having kind of tried to change her. So, mm. and, and then it's like, yeah, she does. And, and then she should have, you know, not distracted her with Elton or whatever, or, like tried to push her with someone else or tried to change her. So I was like, well, at least they're identifying, but it was a mistake. <laughs> Yeah, and she realizes that she that in trying to get her together with Elton, who was like somebody that did not suit her at all, mm-hmm. like she was just like 
taking away from what like who she actually was and who she wanted to be with which was Travis Travis Birkenstock I like to think (laughs) that he's like the heir to the Birkenstock fortune oh my god the sandals yeah I mean that kind of goes with his vibe he's like beachy (laughs) it would work yeah (laughs) love it he's great and then at the end where they go to his uh skateboarding competition I know so cute yeah so I feel like they turn that around so I'm kind of I'm kind of fine with that (laughs) yeah I think it can be excused oh my god it's a light it's a lesson anyway brings us to life lesson of the movie Ooh. I mean I think it's just it's be yourself isn't it yeah it's just be who you are don't worry too much about whether people like you or whether you're popular because yeah that's not what really matters in the end no, don't try to change people because mm-hmm. nothing to do with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, if you've run out of options, just take a look at your brother and see. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens in this movie. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so grim. Uh, the moral of the story is if your parents were married for five minutes and then got divorced you can still go out it doesn't count (laughs) disclaimer don't do that no no we don't agree with that (laughs) disclaimer note the sarcasm please (laughs) please please do i love when christian um first walks into the classroom and he does that that little walk mm. <laughs> you're just like I think we all knew from the second we saw him how this was gonna go <laughs> yes I think so but Cher did not no <laughs> she was um, pretty clueless she really was <laughs> I love it when he walks into her house and he just like the fucking confidence he just like saunters straight past Josh and then does like a swivel round and then <laughs> Josh just looks at him like ugh and just takes his hat off and pushes <laughs> it into his chest <laughs> ugh, as if <laughs> and then he comes up to Josh's um well he comes up to the dad and he's like oh nice pile of bricks you got here <laughs> I know it's so cringe but oh uh, and then his dad says something like oh did you think when Sammy Davis died there was a spare place in the rat pack yeah <laughs> that's one of my favorite lines the dad is just the best yeah i love that the dad just takes absolutely no shit from him whatsoever he's just like Mm. you're an idiot (laughs) (laughs) oh i love how methodical Cher is about just like everything with her is like a plan and she's like okay this is how i'm gonna do it like she's she's super like makes Mm. a plan and when she's trying to get christian and she sends herself flowers and then she's like talking about all the ways that you can like attract a man and she's like sometimes you got to show a bit of skin because that makes boys think about being na- being naked and that makes yeah. them think about sex <laughs> yeah she is very methodical you know I guess that's um, where the matchmaker thing comes in like she knows she knows what to do yeah Although she doesn't because she's trying to seduce a boy who is not interested mm, <laughs> very not interested <laughs> <laughs> I mean I love the little sleepover like vibe that they have well I yeah. mean for him it's just a sleepover but and then the bit where she falls off the bed because she's trying to be all seductive I know oh it's so painful watching it like all her moves oh. just being rebuffed like she tries to no 
like touch his feet and he's like what are you doing and then he just puts a pillow on her foot because she says yeah. she's cold <laughs> she's like no and she's like mm, thanks <laughs> oh. oh bless her she's so cute she is I love it when she's going ready for that date and Dion comes over and she says, we had to design lighting for the evening. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that means. Uh, like a full like movie set. And then she says, I don't trust mirrors, so I have to take Polaroids. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite fashion moment of the movie? Ugh, not to be boring, but I think it's just her very first outfit. The yellow plaid with the white socks. Mm-hmm. But then honorable mention to at one point she wears this like pinstripe skirt suit thing with a beret. Oh, yeah. Really there cute. are some great berets in this. Mm. I really love her outfit that she wears to the party where she's got, so she's got like yeah. the like, red sort of classic evening gown underneath. And then she's got that ridiculous like, red and black fluffy jacket with the feathers all around the trim <laughs> which I low-key really want I know I would love that jacket it's great also I feel like you know when her and Ty start dancing because they're trying to get Elson's attention mm. they do this weird dance where Cher like gets down on one knee and puts her arm up and then Ty's like doing oh, circles yeah. around her <laughs> yeah, like, that. what's happening <laughs> it's a strange dance <laughs> do you know what else I love it's rolling with the homies oh yeah I find that so cringe <laughs> how much Ty like holds on to it and then she yeah. has to burn the um the towel that he yeah. she's like please don't oh. burn the tape yeah <laughs> you imagine the plastic fumes oh god I love the very end when she's doing the um donation thing and then Travis donates his bong yeah <laughs> Where does this go? And she's like, um, kitchenware, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I love it when she donates her skis. And the dad's just yeah. like, I don't think they want your skis. And she's like, well, who says they don't want athletic equipment? Yeah, they've lost <laughs> everything, daddy. <laughs> so great. Oh, oh, what a film. I know. Um, also wanted to mention, I saw a tweet saying... Would love a Ant-Man clueless crossover where Josh <laughs> goes tiny and changes Cher's grades as a romantic gesture. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, so good. I've never seen Ant-Man, but I think Neither have I. I think I won't be partaking. I don't really do superhero movies to be no, honest. No, I'm not into it. No. Not a Marvel gal. Yeah, <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's pretty much it for today on Clueless. Where should we go next? What Ooh. do you think? Yeah, we haven't actually decided this. No, we haven't. Well, do you want to go Princess Diaries <gasps> or Twilight? I think it should be one of those two. <laughs> I mean, honestly, <laughs> I have so many feelings about Princess Diaries, which I do feel like I need to get out and okay yeah let's so, get it out then i think yeah i think we've decided right. princess of genovia Till <laughs> <laughs> next watch so yeah tune in then all right <laughs> see you later bye bye follow us on instagram at nostalgia fix podcast and twitter 
at nostalgiafixpod. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> or you can email us at nostalgiafixpodcast at gmail.com. And please rate, review, subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. And we'll see you next time.